At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on the look ahead, Scott Seidenberg here with you on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air. It's S C O T T S O N A I R. My thanks to Adam Burke. Does a great job for us at vcin.com and in Point Spread Weekly as well for uh, joining me to talk about the Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. And we were talking about that Raiders-Bengals game, and Adam brought up the terrible situational spot that the Raiders are in. The emotional high of the Sunday night game playing into overtime, everything that it took out of them to now go on the road and play an earlier game in a different time zone at Cincinnati in the cold, and it's just not a good situational spot for them. While I agree to an extent, the Steelers have been in, uh, excuse me, the, the um, Raiders have been in bad situational spots, it seems like, all season. There was that game against the Steelers in week two where the week before, you know, Again, everyone at the beginning of the season is still not like 100% in the swing of things. Like, you know, you, you got to get your body right because not many guys play in the in the preseason. So it takes a couple of weeks for you to really get into your football shape or whatever. So they play a game into overtime on a Sunday night against the Baltimore Ravens, nationally televised. They win the game. Huge emotional ride, and then to have to go across the country to play in Pittsburgh in an early body clock game, because that was a 1 o'clock Eastern time game. They were six-point dogs, and they won outright. Then there was the game after they got rid of John Gruden and Rich Passaccia came in. Bad situational spot. All the drama that they've been dealing with. That Going to Denver. They won that game. They won that game. Then there's the bad situational spot of coming off of a three-game losing streak, having to play on a short week in Dallas against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. They won that game. Just seems like they've been in bad situational spots all season, and they find ways to come through. So, yeah, I do agree that it's got to have some impact on them. 
I also look at what they've done this season, and I'm like, bet against this team again? They continue to come through? So that to me, that's a very, I, I would not be surprised either way. The Raiders come away with a victory in Cincinnati. It would not shock me. If the Bengals blow them out, wouldn't shock me either. These two teams played earlier this season. Bengals won big. Um, it was actually a little bit of a closer game than the final score was. Uh, the Raiders actually did a nice job stat-wise in that game. But I think the Bengals obviously have the edge. I think that crowd certainly going to be a tremendous atmosphere for the Bengals. And uh, I think with Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase, I, I give them the, the edge here. But all it takes is, you know, Max Crosby making one big play and Joe Burrow making a mistake and Raiders right back in it and they could pull an upset. Uh, I tell you what, I, I disagree with Adam that I don't think the Bengals could have success moving forward in the playoffs. Like, I think either team, I think, is one and done. Whether it's going to be the Raiders or the Bengals. Whoever wins this is not going to win uh, next week. I just don't see it happening. But who do, excuse me, we see happening in the playoffs? Who could win a game in the divisional round? So we have the Chiefs probably going to beat the Steelers, okay? So Chiefs are going to beat the Steelers. Uh, we'll go with the Bills. Let's just say the favorites. We'll go all three fav- We'll go all three favorites, right? Bills, Bengals, and the uh, Bill, the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals winning. So it will be the Bengals going to Kansas City. I mean, excuse me, the Bengals going to Tennessee. The Bills going to Kansas City. I, the Bills can win in Kansas City. Absolutely, they absolutely could. Um. Although I think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. They're just playing well. Um, I'd be very curious to see how they would fare going to Tennessee. Because I'd like to take the Titans in that matchup as a home underdog. If we're being honest. And, you know, take the Titans plus the points in that matchup. Can the Titans be upset? by the Bengals in the second round. You see, that's the one I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see the Bengals going to Cincinnati and beating this Titans team. I just, especially if Derrick Henry's back, even if he's not, I just, I don't like it. I don't, I mean, look, I like teams that I think could beat the Titans. I think the Bills can beat the Titans. Uh, I think the Chiefs could beat the Titans. I even think the Patriots could beat the Titans. Don't think the Bengals or the Raiders, obviously not the Steelers, uh, have a chance to win. So really, I think it's going to be of the teams that are going to win here on Wild Card Weekend, the Chiefs would be the only one, and maybe the Bills, that I think could advance. Like if we had Chiefs-Bills... In the AFC Championship game, would not surprise me. And look at this. Look at these bets on the board here. 
from BetMGM. The Kansas City Chiefs lose in the Super Bowl plus 450. That's my bet. That is my bet. Losing the wild card round, not happening. Losing the divisional round could, yes, happen in the championship game as well. Winning the Super Bowl, sure. Losing the Super Bowl, I think, though. That's the move. Because I don't think anybody's beating the Green Bay Packers. I think this is the Packers' year. Packers are going to the Super Bowl. They've been a bridesmaid, but never a bride in the past couple of seasons. Obviously, I know their history, but I'm talking about under Matt, under Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, with this team, has gone 13 wins his first three seasons. That's the first time in NFL history that a team has won 13 games, three straight seasons. His first two years, they get to the championship game and they lose. This year, they get to the championship game, they're going to win it. And so now let's project the NFC. The Bucs were giving them a win. Cowboys 49ers is honestly a coin flip. Same thing with Rams and the Cardinals. Coin flip. So let's just say it's 49ers Packers. Packers win that game. Or it's Arizona or the Rams at the Packers. Close, but I still lean Arizona. I mean, I still lean I still lean Green Bay. Man, that was a 40 and slip. Bucks against the Cowboys. I think the Bucks win at home. Bucks against the Rams or the Cardinals. I think the Bucks win at home. I think it's Bucks. It's gonna be Bucks Packers again. And I think the Packers this time get the re- get the revenge. Now we've seen the Packers play pretty much everybody this season. Packers played the 49ers in week three. 30-28 final score. Rodgers had to come from behind. That game was in uh, San Francisco. The 49ers tied it with 37 seconds left in the game. Actually, they didn't tie it. They took a lead, excuse me, because it was 27-21. They took a lead with 37 seconds left in the game. And then Rodgers, too much time left as he got them with, he got the football back with 30 seconds left and gets his team into field goal range. And they they win the game. They kick, they kick the game winning field goal. Rodgers threw for 261 and two touchdowns. Garoppolo in that game, 257, two touchdowns and an interception. So, we've seen Packers against the 49ers. We've seen the Packers against the Cardinals. Rodgers throws for 184, two touchdowns. Murray, 274, no touchdowns, two interceptions. And despite another comeback attempt as the Cardinals, you know, score into the fourth quarter, Packers hold on, and they drive the ball all the way down before Kyler Murray throws the interception, right? All the way, you know, down to the goal line before Murray throws the interception. Packers win. So, 
We've seen the Packers win that one. The Rams went into Lambeau. Packers beat them. 36-28. There's no one that we needed to see besides the Tampa Bay Bucks, And we know what happened last year. And I think when the rematch happens this year, it's going to be a different story. Although, good luck betting against Tom Brady. But I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. Not this season. Not during their last dance, if you will. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Does your opinion of the future outlook after wildcard weekend, does it change based on maybe some upsets here or there? Because mine really doesn't. This is the look ahead here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game, and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Let's look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. I'm I'm just looking over some of these bets up on DraftKings, uh, stage of elimination bets, and trying to find a correlation between those bets and, like, the conference odds. For instance, let's take the Kansas City Chiefs here. The Chiefs are plus 175 to win the AFC. So that would mean that they win the championship game. If you think the Chiefs are going to get to the championship game, which would mean a win here over the Steelers in wildcard weekend, and while nothing in life is a guarantee, I'm pretty confident in the Chiefs winning this football game. So really you're betting on the Chiefs to win next week in the divisional round, where they will be home against most likely the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean... Could they be home against the, uh, no, I'm sorry, they would be the Buffalo Bills. 
Could they be home against the Bengals if the Patriots upset the uh, Bills? Yes. I think they'd be favored in that one. Having them against the Bills, though, is interesting. Do you think they beat the Bills at home? Because here's what the odds are. For them to lose in the divisional round is plus 200. And these odds I'm giving you on DraftKings, actually, let's look on the screen. I'm giving you actually a couple of better numbers here. So I'm seeing plus 200 to lose in the divisional round. To lose in the championship round, I'm seeing plus 330. And to win the conference championship is plus 175. If they get to the, let's say you bet both those sides, to lose in the championship round and to win the championship round, you get plus 330 and plus 175. So you're really making, you're guaranteeing yourself plus 75 if that happens. What's interesting, though, is that losing the divisional round, like let's say eh, you're not guaranteed, it would be tough. I'd say you just have to bank on them winning that game winning that divisional round game. The thing is, will they'll be favored in that game, plus 200, you're probably getting better odds on the money line on the opponent than plus 200. Like right now, if we take a look at some of the money lines in the NFL, you have the Bengals, uh, excuse me, the Raiders are plus 185. All right, so maybe plus 200 is actually better odds. Because what's the spread going to be? If it's Chiefs at home against the Bills, it's probably only going to be about three and a half, right? And that's the case. The Bills would probably be like plus 170. If they had to play against the Bengals, now we're probably talking like an eight and a half point spread. And then you're looking at, yeah, plus 280, 260, 290 maybe, depending on uh, you know what it is. So... I guess it matters who they play versus, yeah, depending on that's the odds that you want to bet on. I think, to me, I really like them to lose the Super Bowl because I, I I think they get in. I'm, I'm trying the, – the bets to – the two teams, I think it's going to be the Titans or the – it's going to be the Titans or the Chiefs in the AFC. Because I think the Titans are advancing. I think the Titans win next week. Because they're probably going to play against the Bengals. And, or the Raiders. So they're going to be favored in that game. They're going to win that game. And then they get to the AFC Championship game. And they're hosting it. They're hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are going to be favored. I'm probably going to take the Titans as an underdog. Uh, But the Titans right now are plus 330 to win the AFC. The Chiefs are plus 175 to win the AFC. Um, plus 330 is a little bit more than what you're going to get if those two teams match up against each other. So maybe taking the Titans plus 130 is great. Then again, plus 175 on the Chiefs, they're going to be favored. The Chiefs are going to be favored in every game. Doesn't matter that they could be in Tennessee against the Titans. And look at there. So losing the championship round is plus 125 for the Titans. Which is actually interesting because 
if the Kansas City Chiefs, if it's the, it's going to be them, they're going to be favorites. So you're going to have the Titans at plus money to lose when really it's minus money because the Chiefs will be minus 160 in that game. Something like that. Let's say they're a three-point favorite, minus 165, minus 150 even for the Kansas City Chiefs. So those are, you know, that's just taking a look at the futures. I mean, right now, no, there's no result here on Wild Card Weekend that would change my opinion about a, a future other than if the Chiefs lose. <laughs> there's no other outcome that would change my opinion on the future outlook for each conference. Raiders, Bengals, winner doesn't change anything. Bills, Patriots really doesn't change anything because it actually, a Patriots win, I think maybe it makes it easier for the Kansas City Chiefs. Think about that. A Patriots upset over the Bills means that the Patriots are going to play against the Titans. And then the Chiefs would play against the Bengals Raiders winner. That makes it easier for the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's no outcome in wildcard weekend that changes my opinion for the AFC. In the NFC, I guess if we're saying if if we're saying San Francisco upsets the Cowboys, then the 49ers would play the Packers. And the Bucks would play the Rams Cardinals. Is that difficult? As opposed to the Bucks playing against the Cowboys. The Bucks this year played the Cowboys in week one. We know what happened. That was the 31-29 game. Brady had a monster performance. Dak Prescott had a monster performance. And it came down to a last field goal after... Um, the Cowboys got a final field goal to tie, to um, take the lead. So that was a back-and-forth affair. First game of the season. Um, like I said, Brady, 379, four touchdowns. Brad, Dak Prescott, 403, three touchdowns. Just a monster performance by both quarterbacks. And then, you know, that's the game that we saw already. And I think if it's the Bucks against the 49ers... You know, I well, it wouldn't be. It would be what I was saying: the Bucks against the Cowboys, or it will be the Bucks against the um, Rams or Cardinals. Well, the Bucks played the Rams this year. That was in L.A. Thirty-four twenty-four was the final score. There, the Rams got the win. Uh, Matt Stafford. He had a monster game, 343 yards and four touchdowns. Brady threw for 432 yards, but just one touchdown. The Bucs had no running game whatsoever, and they didn't even try and run the ball. They had 13 carries for 35 yards, and Brady was the leading rusher, three carries for 14 yards and a touchdown. Ronald Jones, five carries, 11 yards. Leonard Fournette, four carries, eight yards. They didn't even try to start with the run here um, in this game. And this was a game that featured one, two, three, four, five straight punts before the first touchdown happened. 
So I think Bucks Rams could be very interesting if those two teams played each other. And if it's Bucks Cardinals, eh, I'm just not a believer in this Cardinals team, to be honest with you. I think they can win against the Rams because they've seen them already. Played them twice this year. They're division rivals. They, they, they know how to match up with each other. But if Arizona had to go to Tampa to play against the Bucks, I don't know. Don't know how that Cardinal defense does. Although, J.J. Watt coming back does change things. I'm trying to think maybe. I don't know if there's a result, really, that changes my opinion. I still think we get Bucks and Packers in the NFC. Talk a little bit more about Wildcard Weekend. Chris Landry, football scout, coach, and consultant from LandryFootball.com will join me next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back Hammer the Over for the wildcard round. You, the fans, have the power. For every 5,000 people who bet the over in the Patriots versus the Bills, the line drops by a half point. You control how low the total will go. Download that app now and hammer the over down. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in select states. Must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for full details. Should have been hammer the under for that game, by the way. Push that total up. Just go under. I'm Scott Satterberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Joining me now is uh, our weekly guest, uh, no one better to talk football with than Chris Landry, football scout, coach, and administrator. LandryFootball.com is the website. Chris has worked on staff with both Bill Belichick and Nick Saban with the Cleveland Browns, spent time in the Tennessee Titans front office, as well as uh, at LSU uh, with Nick Saban, actually. Uh, but Chris, let's get into wild card weekend, super wild card weekend here in the NFL. Let's start with the Raiders and the Bengals game. You know, the Raiders this season, they seem to defy all odds. Uh, And the Bengals may be in a little bit of an unfamiliar role as the favorite here with the expectations. How do you see this one playing out? You know, the the Raiders have, have fought and clawed their way into it. I do think that Cincinnati's got a little bit more explosiveness, obviously, with Jamar Chase and Burrow playing well. I, I think Mixon, though, gives them a real factor back. Um, this is a good Bengal team, but, I, but I'm with you. This is not like a, a decisive type team. I actually don't think the Raiders are as talented as the Chargers, but the Raiders just kind of fought their way in. They've been outscored by over 60 points this year, the Raiders have. And, you know, the Bengals haven't done, haven't played, been in the playoffs for a while, but they haven't had a win since 1990. Uh, two quarterbacks making their first start in a playoff game. I, I'm, I'm looking for a game that might be a little bit of a slower start, um, and I'm not quite sure where to go with it. I will say this. The players are going to play hard for Rich Passaccia, and I think Rich might keep this job if he's able to pull the upset maybe less so if he doesn't win this game so let's keep an eye out on it um in in what happens with this future but i think cincinnati's the better team here um and and i think all else equal they probably win this but i'm worried a little bit about just what you're alluding to the favorite role expectation during the course of the year i think they've been a little inconsistent with that but down the stretch Thought they did some good things. So I'm going to give them a little bit of an advantage here at home at Paul Brown. 
in the nightcap, Chris, in Orchard Park, Patriots Bills. The temperature is going to be probably three degrees. Uh, with the wind chill, we know it's going to be below zero, or at least feel like below zero. And the wind could always be a factor. We saw that the first time these two teams played up in Orchard Park. Can the Patriots win? Can uh, Buffalo hold them off? Like, how does this one play out? I don't I don't know, and maybe you've heard otherwise. I, I don't think it's taken an awful lot to be as windy as it was last time. I, I don't. Yeah, no, it's not going to be as bad. Yeah. We're talking about probably just like 15-mile-an-hour winds or so. It, which is not going to affect it a great deal. And, and to be honest with you, I do think that I, I lean Buffalo here just because they're the better team. I, I get it, New England and Belichick and preparation, but I think unless – I think that game last time just rendered everything – to, you know, it just took all aspects of the game away other than the run game. I think this is going to allow Josh Allen to make more plays. Um, Got to avoid the mistakes, the turnovers, no doubt. Uh, the Bills have been quite a bit better just statistically how they perform. I, I just think, again, the moment, the, the, the playing as the home team, the favorite team is always an issue, but I think Buffalo's kind of at a different level than, say, comparatively speaking to Cincinnati. I just like the better team here. I think they've got more that they can put um, in play here matchup-wise against New England. Kind of like them here and maybe even the cover. Uh, but we'll see if New England can get good performance and good balance, enough balance out of their offense to pull the upset here. On Sunday, the Eagles will visit the Bucks, a rematch of a game that we saw earlier this season when Tampa had – what was it? A uh, you know a two three touchdown lead, and then they allowed Philly to come back, and then a two point conversion. So the game winds up being closer than it actually was. Uh, the Bucks are heavily favored here. Do the Eagles stand any chance in Tampa? I think they can run the football, and I'm not real impressed with how the Bucks are playing on the defensive side. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is rested. I think they'll have a really good game plan, but. You know, I, I think the first game is one thing. Um, you know, Tampa led the game, and, and, and we're playing on short rest. I mean, I think there's some circumstances. I like Brady. I like the Bucks to rise up here, play well. I think that's the difference. But I do think the big key for me is to see how this defense settles in in defending the Eagles' run game. I just – you know, like the Bucks though overall. And I think Brady and the 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 Bucks are if they're able to get a lead, they could make it difficult for Philadelphia to play from behind. 49ers and Cowboys, uh, Dallas, a field goal favorite in this one. Uh, Dallas most recently lost at home to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and it, you know, they didn't really play a lot of playoff teams this year, Chris. When they did, you know, okay, they beat the Eagles, uh, obviously, they, you know, but the Eagles are the last team to get in. Uh, and that's it. You know, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Bucks. Um, they did beat the Patriots. That was a win for them. But they lose to the Cardinals. Now they welcome in the 49ers here. How does Dallas avoid an upset? You know, I think that San Francisco is running the football very well. We've seen Dallas struggle a little bit with defending the run. Um, you know, again, Dallas has got more explosive playmaking ability in the passing game. Their running game is going to be pivotal. Dallas has got to watch out here. This is a game that's very dangerous. Um, I think San Francisco can play with them. 
I think they'll have good balance on offense. I think they'll be able to neutralize some of the pass rush. Um, I think they're going to be judicious with taking chances in the passing game. That's the big key. Niners can't get behind in this game with their run game. I think it takes them, you know, out of their flow. But I like the Niners playing well here, making this a lot closer, and it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled the upset here. Uh, I think it's that close, that bit of a challenge. Dallas better be on point. They're the better team here. They play their best game. They win it. But they got to be really cautious here that they don't play sloppy football or the Niners are going to make them pay. On Sunday night, is there any way the Steelers can keep it close? I don't think so. I, I just I don't like the way Pittsburgh's playing. I mean, they just you know this is great to be able to pull off a couple of upsets of Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, you know, getting in with the with the awful loss by the Colts, they just don't match up. Big Ben looks shot, and God bless him, he can ride out as a playoff team. But they just can't stretch the field. Um, I think that this Chiefs you know team will be able to get enough big plays and if it takes Pittsburgh out of the run game they're going to have no answer I, I just really like Kansas City and I like them big at home here talk to me about the Monday night NFC West matchup between the Rams and the Cardinals I think this is interesting uh dangerous I like the way the Rams are playing I'm cautiously optimistic you know team with all their changes starting to put it together maybe it's a difference um we'll see here this cardinal team is a little bit frustrating to watch very inconsistent they're explosive um at times but boy you know they they just go into spells which they don't even look like a good team but they're very very dangerous here i like the rams here um but not by a lot i think this is a close game it's going to be interesting. I'm still a little bit um, interested how the winner of this game is going to have to play with a with a with a short week than the rest of them. It bothers me a little bit, but that has nothing to do with this game, of course. Uh, look, the the Rams have won and covered nine out of their last ten games in this series, so I still like them. I still tend to favor the better team here, and that's the Rams. Overall. Which team from this super wildcard weekend has the best chance to make a deep run? Oh, I think it's Kansas City. I think they're the favorite in the AFC. Um, I think Tennessee is certainly co-favorites in the AFC, still like Kansas City. I think they're the they're the team to beat in the AFC. And, I, you know, to me, I just think it's um, – the, the, the clear, I don't like Cincinnati's chances to make a deep run I, or neither Buffalo or New England. And, you know, I think the, the Bucks can make a run out, put the two, two seeds, as you might expect, as their two seeds um, as the best chances. But in that order, Kansas City, Tampa. And uh, which team is best equipped to go into Lambeau and beat the Packers? I think, um, well, Interesting. Um, if they can get by, Dallas has the best type of team that could match up in a one-game scenario. Can they get there? Um, I would say that's the toughest matchup, but certainly Tampa, you got to respect what they can do potentially and with their defense and with Brady. Um, I think that could, you know, certainly would probably put Tampa in that number one category to fit the question that you had but but Dallas might be a real interesting matchup I just don't trust Dallas over a two or three game stretch but in a one game stretch
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. My apologies uh, to Chris Landry cut him, cutting him off last segment. Uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter at Landry Football. He's got great information uh, and analysis when it comes to all things football, both college and pro. Uh, I want to kind of go back to the biggest trend from Steve Mackinnon's article uh, up in Point Spread Weekly and up on vsin.com about how of the last 56 wild card games in the NFL 48 the la- 48 the winner has covered 48 times think about that the last 56 wild card games the outright winner has covered the spread 48 times. So it it makes no sense to bet an underdog with the points. Essentially, you're just picking a winner. It's as simple as that. Because 48 times, 48 times out of the last 56 games, the outright winner has covered the spread. And so taking a look at the underdogs, if you like them to cover, just bet them to win outright. 49ers, three-point dogs against the Dallas Cowboys, plus 145 on the money line. The Cardinals, three-and-a-half-point dogs against the Rams, plus 160 on the money line. The... Patriots, plus four, or plus 170 on the money line. And then there's the Raiders, plus five, or plus 185 on the money line. I mean, that's 
the way to go here. Instead of taking one of those dogs to cover, take them to win outright. If there was a dog that covers here but doesn't win, I think it could be the Eagles who could backdoor a cover against the the Tampa Bay Bucks, especially if the weather in that game is going to be as big of a factor as it's shaping up to be, where the weather is calling for wind and rain. According to the last reports, 70% chance of rain, a high temperature of 72, so it won't be cold, but wind speeds of 22 miles per hour. Tom Brady threw an NFL high 731 passes this season. Philadelphia, the second most rushing attempts in the NBA. So you would think that that bad weather would benefit the running team in Philadelphia. However, Tom Brady has played the bulk of his career in New England. He's played a lot of bad weather games. I don't think it's going to bother him at all, if we're being honest. Uh, but maybe the Eagles could keep it close. The other one, and and look, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Chiefs are going to just dominate the Steelers, much like they did when they played them a couple of weeks ago. But where I could see the Steelers backdooring a cover here is if Kansas City takes their players out in the fourth quarter. Keep in mind, they don't have the bye this year, so they're going to have to play back to back to back, right? So to not want to cause any injury to Patrick Mahomes, if they have a lead in the fourth quarter, he's coming out of the game. Plus, it's Ben Roethlisberger's final game. His career got a stay of execution. Uh, everyone knows he's done. He, you can just tell, you know, when when they won that game, uh, the final game in Pittsburgh, how emotional he was. His career's over. He's retiring. He's done. The fact that they got into the playoffs is just what a bonus, what a moment. He'll have one last special moment on the field. And I think at the end of the game, the outcome is not going to be in jeopardy. And I'm not saying this is going to happen. But if it did, it would not surprise me at all. Because the name of the game is to win. Not cover, not have style points. But let's just say the Kansas City Chiefs are beating the Pittsburgh Steelers by, you want to call it, 19 points. No. Yeah, 19 points. Or let's just say... Let's call it 17, all right? 17-point Chiefs lead, which would not surprise you, 27-10. All right, 27-10, and the game's over. 
like there's one minute left in the game. It's 27-10, and the only touchdown for Pittsburgh was a defensive score or whatever, you know, something, a running, rushing score, whatever. Do the Chiefs start celebrating, dump the Gatorade on on, on Andy Reid? Does Andy Reid tell his defense, back off? And do they let Ben Roethlisberger get one more moment in the sun, have him throw one final touchdown pass to record a, a stat, to, to do something, and to send him off in style? Game's over. Chiefs win. There's a minute left in the game. It's a three-possession game. Even if the Steelers score... They're still going to be down 10 or maybe 11. So it's a two-possession game. They're not going to kick an onside. You know, maybe they, you know, whatever. The game's over. Wouldn't it be, imagine losing that way. Imagine having the Chiefs minus the 12 and a half. They're up by three scores. And in the final minute of the game, there's the starters are completely out for Kansas City. They take the foot off the pedal, and they allow Ben Roethlisberger one last moment in the sun, and he marches his team into the end zone. He scores one last touchdown, one last memory to take with him when he retires, a playoff touchdown in Arrowhead. And the Chiefs wind up winning by 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 when this line goes up. I'm just saying, I I don't think it's going to happen. Because I do believe that Kansas City blows them out. The Steelers are not a good playoff team. But I would absolutely be more comfortable playing the Chiefs in the first half than playing the Chiefs to cover the 12 and a half. Now, you couldn't pay me to take the Steelers plus the 12 and a half. But I'm more comfortable taking the Chiefs in the first half because I think there could be a situation where they start resting guys in the fourth quarter. And maybe the Steelers backdoor this thing. And I also would not be opposed to teasing the Chiefs down. And yes, there are people out there across social media that will berate you for this, but who cares? I'm just trying to win this one bet. This is not... I understand that if you continue to tease and you do this every single day and you're doing bad numbers and non-traditional teasers and not getting through seven and three. All right, so what? Take the Chiefs from 12 and a half to six and a half. The average margin of victory for the Kansas City Chiefs this season, 6.8 points. If I can get them at six and a half, I'm going to take them at six and a half. It might be square, but that's okay. I'll just count my money. You can make fun of me all you want. Money's in my pocket. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make. Make. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.